Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Broly Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. And I stopped in briefly because I want to talk about God's power to get his wealth. Yes, you know, Deuteronomy tells us that God has given us the power to get wealth, right? We're talking about God's wealth. We're not talking about running off, leaving God and chasing after money. We're not talking about chasing money. We're talking about chasing after the mission, chasing after the giver of the gift, right? We're not, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about God's power to get the wealth. How many of you know that everything that we need to succeed is already on the inside of me? God put it there when he created us, but we need to know how to tap into it. We need to be able to seek first. As we seek first the kingdom of God, he will make his purpose for our lives uh, more visual and more clear right? Seek first the kingdom of God, not chasing money. For many have pierced their souls with many sorrows, chasing after riches. We're not, we're never told to chase money. We're always told to seek first the kingdom of God, because everything that we need to succeed is in us, is in him and in, in me, right? He put it in us when he created us. So we have to know how to tap into the gifts and the talents the purpose, the things that God has already given us. He said he would give us witty inventions, right? God said, I will give you witty inventions, right? So we're going to pray for us, Father. We just thank you for a revelatory word. We thank you for filling us with your wisdom, um, with your revelation, with your understanding, Lord. Um, and giving us your power and your might and your strength. For you said it's not by our might, not by power, not by our strength, nor by our might, but it's by your power, Lord. Um, It's all because of you. It's in you that we live, that we move, and that we have our being. The reason we're alive is because of you, Lord. And we're going to give you the glory, the honor, and the uh, privilege as the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, speak through my lips of clay, Father, and give us your wisdom to get your kind of wealth, not the world's way, but your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So yes, you guys, again, Deuteronomy Deuteronomy tells us that God gives us the power to get the wealth, right? So I want to go to, I believe it's Matthews 25. Let me look it up here. I'm on my phone. Matthews, I just got to release this word. He's been talking to me too a few days about what is it you have in your hand. He he asked Moses, he said, Moses, what is it you have in your hand? What is it that God has placed in your hands? What, what is it that he wants you to be faithful over? What is it God has placed in your hand? The parable of the sower. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. Uh, the, uh, the, the parable of the talents. That's where I want to go. The parable of the talents. The parable of the talents. Matthews 25, 14 through 30. Um, let me pull up. the. I'm going to read the NLT version. Um, God has given us, Deuteronomy tells us that God has given us the power to get wealth. We don't have to go outside of God to get what we need. We need to follow God so he can show us how to get at our wisdom to whatever knowledge it is he's given us so we can get whatever 
he has allotted unto us, right? Um, so he says, for it will be, we're talking about Matthews 25, 14 through 30. It says, for it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. We're talking about, um, listen, quit seeing your gifts and t- the talents as a hobby. Quit seeing that as a hobby and ask God to give you your, his wisdom so you can know how to tap into that and be able to multiply those talents and those gifts that he has allotted you, your purpose is going to be attached to the thing that God has graced you to do because God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. And so God will grace us to do whatever he's called us to do. To me, it makes perfect sense that if God asks you to do something, He, the Holy Spirit, they're going to help you. He's going to grace you to be able to do uh, what he's called you to do. And it's going to look easy. It's not going to be burden. It's not going to be heavy because God's yoke is easy. It's not heavy. He said, come learn of me. Take on my yoke for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Okay. It should be, it should be worship and not work. It should be fun to you. It should be something, it's going to be something that you love to do. It's going to be something that you're good at. But the reason you don't see it as being uh, the thing that God has used, put in you to make wealth is because you don't know how to capitalize on it. You don't know how to um, bring it from from what you, what you believe, from, from, you don't know how to bring it to pass. You don't know how to make it work. Well, that's where we need wisdom to go with our knowledge. It's like we can know how to do something. We can know about something and not really know how to do it. Like we could say, well, I want to start halfway house and not know how to how to do it. Right. So ask God for wisdom so he can give you the blueprints and then listen, go on YouTube and learn some stuff. You know, mostly every, most of the stuff I know how to do is I went on YouTube and found the video. God put it in me to want to do something. Someone else is doing what I want to what I want to know. So God wants us to get wisdom. Wisdom tells us how to do what we know, because we can know a lot of Bible scriptures and not know how to do what we know. Do you know how to do what you know? Okay, so let's get back here. We want to talk about the parables of the talents. And like I said, a lot of you guys are looking at your talents and your gifts as hobbies. And you're treating it like a hobby or like a side hustle. And God is saying, I need you to cap, I need you to tap in on this because I'm trying to do something with this. But keep your focus on me. Because one thing I really I, the way I when I'm on my way, when as I'm in pursuit of God, that's when He starts showing me things. It might be in the shower where he starts showing me how to do things. You know, either way go, some of we're going to work. If a man don't work, he don't eat, right? So why not work? Uh, doing what God has called and created you to do. When we're working outside of the will of God, when we're working outside of um, the way of God, it's um, it's hard. That's when we're working at the sweat of our brow. But when we're working up under the anointing and we're working up under the grace of God, doing what he's asked us, doing what he's called and prepared us to do, it's not hard. People look at you and they don't understand that the reason you can do that is because God has graced you to do that. And people say, man, I don't see how you do that. Man, I would be this and that. That's because that's not your grace. That's not what God has called and created you to do. God has called and created you to be maybe the the arm. He didn't call you to be the finger. I'm just saying, you know, we're one body but many members. You can't do what I do. David couldn't wear Saul's armor. 
because Saul's armor wasn't fit for him. David's skill and ability was in the, the, uh, the sling, the slingshot. That's what God was going to use to help him to accomplish the, min, the a mission that he had called him to. He was going to use a sling and a stone. Right. And he wasn't going to need all that other stuff. You can't wear another man's armor. You can't do something because somebody else is doing it. You need to make sure that that's what God has called you to do. It's not going to fit right. It's not going to feel right. You're going to feel out of place trying to do something just because everybody else is doing it, because that's not what God has called you to do. Okay, God graces us to do what he has called us to do. The parable of the talents, Matthews 25, 14, for it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. This is Jesus telling the parables, uh, uh, telling a parable. He said to one, he gave five talents. Some people have more talents and skips than others, right? To for one, he gave five. To another, he gave two. To another one, to each according to his ability. God graces us according to our ability. Some of you might be called to, to run huge corporations, and some of you might just be called to be uh, storefront uh, businesses. You know, some of us, are, some are called to, to uh, have mega churches and some are called to have storefront churches. God is the one who adds to the church daily as he see fit. There is no magic formula um, to adding to the church. The word of the Lord says God is the one who adds to the church daily as he sees fit. It's according to the grace that he has put on my life. It's according to the ability that he has gifted me with. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father. Don't resist the word. We're talking about getting uh, 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 wealth, getting the God's wealth, seeking first the kingdom of God, not chasing after the wealth of this world. Listen, do you wonder how people who don't know God prosper? People who don't know God prosper is because they have tapped into their purpose, okay? And they have learned how to capitalize on the purpose. The thing is that they're not, uh, they're not um, giving God the glory because they don't know God. So their, their main pursuit is money. They're using their gift just for money. It has nothing to do with glorifying God. It has nothing to do. And so they're piercing their souls. A lot of them have pierced their souls with many sorrows um, because some have departed from the faith chasing after the money. They, you know, we gotta, they work together. Every, it works together. I'm talking about God's wealth, the wealth that he says he has given us power to get. I'm not talking about chasing after money. I'm talking about chasing after God, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto us. God wants to add some things to us and he will give us his wisdom to show us how to get these natural earthly things. There's natural, th there's things in the earth. Money is the answer to all things. And so in order to get some of these things that God knows that we have need of, he's going to have to show us how to get the wealth that he has created for us. Okay. God, he, God gives us the power to succeed. Can you say with me that everything I need to succeed is already inside of me? I'm talking about seeking first 
the kingdom of God because everything that we need is in him. He will give us provisions for his vision. To me, it makes sense. He said, take no shoes, take no money, take no satchel, take no nothing. Why? Because that journey he was getting ready to send the disciples on, he was going to finance. He was going to finance the journey. When we leave God out of what we're doing, that's when we're chasing after money. But when we put God in it and we put him first, if we'll seek first the kingdom of God, he will give us the blueprint and he will give us the wisdom. Joseph didn't start off as being second in control at the king's palace. Joseph was at home with his brothers and they sold him into slavery because they was envious of him. They, They felt like the father treated him and loved him the most. Right, but really that was all part of his purpose. The when they sold him into slavery, what the devil meant for evil, God caused it to work for good. That was his transportation into his next visit for his uh that was all part of his preparation, right? Because God always prepares us for the place until he brings us into the place. Um so in other words, as you're being faithful over another man's, God will make you ruler over your own. So um so here he is. Let me let me see if I can um, I'll stick with this. He says, who has received the five talents? He went at once and traded with them and he made five talents more. So God is saying, listen, he's taking his gifts. And he's talking about multiplying the gift, causing it to grow. God gifts us all according to our own ability. Everybody's grace. Everybody don't have the same grace. Everybody has been gifted a measure of faith and everybody does not have the same Grace. God did not call everybody to have a big mega corporation business. I know you guys ain't gonna agree with that, but that's the that's the truth. He said he gave them. That's why he didn't give them all the same talents. He gave one. He gave one um, five talents. He gave another one two talents, and he and he gave another one. Uh, each one according to his ability. This is what it says. Then he went away. He had received the five. He who had received the five talents went at once and he traded with them and he made five talents more. So also he who has the two talents made two talents more. But he who has received the one talent, listen, he had one talent and he went and he dug in the ground and he hid his master's money. He hid his talents. Are you hiding your talent? Your talent is your money maker. It's connected to what God has called you to do. Quit treating your talent like a hobby. It's your money maker. And I tell people, some, you know, I see stuff, stuff that they be doing. I'm like, you can use that to make money. You know, you can do it like this and you can put it on Canva and you can do it like that. And, you know, God gives us we need inventions. He gives us ideas. He gives us his wisdom. You say, OK, Lord, I got this talent you've gifted unto me. It's something that I love to do. Um, but show me how to use it to glorify you. Show me how to use it to, to uh, cause me to have wealth. You say you would give me witty inventions. You would give me, if, if you call to be a driver, you're going to always want to get jobs that requires you to drive. And, you know, and as we're being faithful over the little, if God has called you to be your own business owner, he will surely make you ruler over your own stuff. Um. I always tell people, look at it as part of your training. When you're in a place of, uh, when he's positioning, before, you know, when you're in a place of preparation, you get look at that as free training. 
I have two daughters, and their gifts are gifts of administration. One is called into the prophetic, and one is called into the marketplace. They are very, they're builders. My son is a builder. Um, so your gift will make room for you. But when you're operating outside that gift, it's going to be like standing in water with socks on. It's going to be heavy. You're going to fill out a place because that's not the place. That's not the place. Right? So Joseph, he, he um, when he got into the place, he had to go through the process before he can get to the position. He, you, you see what I'm saying? He even went as far as he was in the palace. She lied on him. He got he was second in charge to the king. Then part of his wife lied on him because he wouldn't fornicate with her. And so he ended up in prison. Right. We And so from there, uh, God gave him the vision to interpret dreams. But he still had to wait another two or three years, I guess, because he wasn't ready yet. He wasn't humbled yet because uh, we really need character to go with the call. Right. But he was he was being faithful over the other man's over his stuff before he, the devil lied on him and had him put into prison. So, um, anyways, long story short, we know that Joseph ended up being second in commanding, and God showed him how to prosper in famine. He gave him wisdom and his ability to prosper in famine. Well, I'm talking about chasing after God. I'm not talking about chasing after money. And let me tell you this, and the purpose of God for him giving us wealth is not just so we can spend it all on ourselves, but it's so we can help build the kingdom of God. It's so we can help. So it doesn't matter um, where you are. God is giving you the wisdom um, to create wealth. He's, he's giving you the power to get the wealth. It's in you. You have to go inside, pray into it, pray and ask God to give you his wisdom to show you how to capitalize on the them gifts and those talents that you call in a hobby or those things that you just say you good at. All right. Somebody's t- took those gifts, those animated videos like what I'm doing right now. And, and I'm saying, OK, I'm ready to go to another level. The Lord is showing me it's OK. It's time to move to another level. So he's showing me new ways. He's getting ready to show me new ways to do it. It's not a hobby. It's an animated. Uh, it's a gift. It's a talent. I love to create stuff. I love to create things. OK, Um that's my that's my thing, creating stuff. I like to see people grow. I like to see people go from butterfly from caterpillars to butterflies. But what I'm telling you is God is anything done outside of faith is sin. So when we're just doing stuff to get money, that's why it's so weighty and that's why it's so heavy and that's why you're so miserable. Because then you're what you're doing is you're having to work at the sweat of your brow. You hate to get up and go to that job. You hate that job. Why? Because you're, it's not really, you're not really in the will of God. You're just working to make money. You haven't even consulted with God. This is why I tell people when they're like, well, they're paying this. And they're, I'm like, don't go after the money. Go after, lead, follow God. See, if this is where you, he wants you to be. It's, don't, don't chase, never don't chase after the money. Chase after God. But the world is capitalized on their gifts and their talents. And that's why they're prospering. But they're working, um, but, they, but they pierced their souls with many sorrows because God, they don't know the God who gave them the gifts and the talents, and they're not using it to glorify God. But the principle still works because God put it in us when he created us. He, did it, he didn't just do it for believers. So the world is prospering because they, they can sing good. That was their gift. That was their talent. 
But the thing is, they didn't, sometimes they didn't use it. Those who didn't use it to glorify God, they're piercing their souls with many sorrows. And that's why they're into the alcohol, the drugs, and behind their life is in a bunch of chaos. Because when God gives us a gift, he gives us his power. When we start walking in our talents and, cap, you know, he starts showing us how to operate and uh, how to do get the wealth that he has created for us. If we run off and leave him and forget about him, then um, we start, the house, our life is not going to be built on the rock. Our life is not going to be built on the rock. It's going to be built on the sand. And when the when times get hard, we're going to faint and we're going to fall because we forgot all about God. Right? We have to keep him first by seeking him first. Don't forget the Lord benefits. Don't forget the Lord when he brings you into your wealthy place. That's what he told the children of Israel. Forget not the Lord and his benefits when he brings you into your wealthy place. Because if you forget about the Lord when after he's brought you into your wealthy place, you're going to, you're going to be... St- chasing after the riches and you're going to be done forgot all about him and now it's just about you and money and it's taken that takes you off course for many have departed from the faith and pierced their souls with many sorrows chasing after money nowhere in the word will you ever find what God tells us to chase money he tells us to seek first the kingdom of God we're talking about getting the wealth that God has created for us uh receiving the power to get God's wealth. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about being prepared for the place. Being So when he does give us that million, billion dollars, we won't be haughty, but we'll be humble. And we'll be chasing the money. The money won't make us. We will be making the money. It's a difference. God don't have a problem with money. He just don't want the money making us. He don't want us seeing the money as our source. This is why we always got to keep him first. We got to seek him first. Ask him for wisdom. Ask him how to do what he put inside of you. If you like to cook, you need to capitalize on that. That's not a hobby. That's not just something that you're good at. You need to say, Lord, show me how to use this talent that you've given me so I can use it to invest in the kingdom, invest in others. Uh, Use it as the way to get the wealth. You, You put it in me. This everybody don't like to cook. I don't like to cook. That's not my grace. That's not the talent. That's not what he gifted me. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Me trying to go and open a restaurant, I, that wouldn't work for me. That's not my grace. That's not it, the area. That's not where he called me to get my wealth. That's not the area that he's called me into to make to make to get my wealth. He's given us power to get the wealth. So listen. So so uh let me, let me see if I can get back to this. Matthew 25. He said, but he who has received the one talent, he went and dug an oak. Okay, so, so the guy that had the one talent, he just went, he went and hid his talent. And so that's what happens when we hide our talent and we don't understand that the talent is not just a good hobby. Oh, that's just a hobby. Oh, that's just a side hustle. And so we don't invest ourselves into the gifts. We got money. We already got our money maker. 
Our money maker is God. Our money is inside of us. The power to get the wealth, everything, when God created us, he put everything inside of us. Some people thinking that they got to get to America or they got to get to here. Or they got to get to there. Now, don't, don't, get, don't make me wrong. Don't get it wrong. Sometimes you may have to change your position to change your condition, but that's only if the Lord is telling you so. But don't think that, you see, it's already in you. That way you should be able to prosper no matter where you're at. But if God is calling you into a different region, it's not just uh, it's not just for, for, for that. It could be for ministry or it could be you could be you could. He, he may have enlarged your territory. You could have outgrown the space or outgrown the place. Right. And so he told Abraham, he said, get up and move from here. Abraham was already wealthy. So he, he, he said, get up and move from here. His reason for telling them to move um, was it he did make him prosper because he was obedient to what he said, right? I mean, even more prosperous. But seek first the kingdom of God and asking him, listen, what is it you love to do? He said to Moses, he said, what is it you have in your hand? So I'm asking you, what is it that God has placed in your hand? What what gifts and talents of God, what are you good at? What did God place in your hand? What is it? Are you good at sewing? Are you good at painting? Are you good at creating? Are you good at typing? What is it that he placed in your hand? And some people are dying because, listen here, anything done outside of faith is sin. And God never called us to just uh, live and be lazy, right? He called us to create. God is a creator. As long as we're on this earth, that means God still has a plan and purpose for us. And so when we quit doing whatever it is that he's called us to do, we begin to die. Because he cursed the fig tree because it wasn't bearing any fruit. The, the fig tree wasn't bearing any fruit. The fig. So when we're not bearing fruit, just like the fig tree, we too begin to die. What fruit are you bearing? You still have a plan. God still has a plan and a purpose. Some of us have gotten on disability and we're sick and we're feeble because we're dying because we're not producing any fruit, just like the fig tree. On the inside, we've lost our purpose and we've lost our vision because we don't understand that we still have, God still has a purpose. He has a purpose. So no one can eat from the fig tree that's dying. And on the inside, we're dried up like dead man bones because we don't understand. We have quit being in pursuit of God's good plan and God's good purpose for our lives. And when we're anything done outside of faith is sin. So when we're not operating in the purpose of God, we're not seeking first the will of God, then we're, op we're not operating in faith. Anything done outside of faith is sin. And sin causes us to be cursed. We've been redeemed from the curse, but we open ourselves up to the curse when we're not doing, when we're operating in sin, right? When we're operating in sin, anything done outside of faith is sin. So you're telling me that God created you. He wakes you up every day to do absolutely nothing, to, to not uh, be a blessing to anybody, not to be prosperous in any way. And I'm not, when I say prosperous, I'm not just talking about in money. I'm talking about whether it's putting a Bible verse on Facebook or what is it? I don't know. What is it 
that God has placed in your hand. Because when we quit doing the will of God, we begin to die like and dry up like the fig tree. Jesus cursed the fig tree because it said it's not bearing any fruit. Are you cursing yourself because you're not bearing any fruit? We're called to be fruit barriers. The seed is within itself and it produces after its own kind. What seed has God placed inside of me? What seed has God placed inside of you? Are you taking those gifts and those talents? Are you capitalizing it? God wants the church to uh, he's given the church, he's given us the power to get wealth, not just so we can spend on ourselves, but so we can help uh, build the kingdom of God. And so we can be givers. So we can be givers, not just takers, but so we can we can be givers. I mean, living is given. I did a podcast on that. It's more blessed to give than to receive. You feel you experience that blessing. You're, as, lo- as long as you're giving, you'll never be broke because you're going to reap what you sow, right? So the Lord, he, Jesus here, he wanted them to go out and invest in others. Go out and, and invest. Here, here he's talking about money. He's saying, go out and I want you to, I didn't give it to you to bury. I gave it to you so you can go and invest in others. God didn't give us our gifts and talents to bury. He gave it so we can go and invest it and cause it to grow. Dead things don't grow. So if we're dying spiritually, we having all these sicknesses and all these disease and, and, and we're just dead on the inside. That's because we're not operating in the purpose. We're not operating. We're not bearing fruit. We're not bearing fruit. The fig tree died because it wasn't bearing any fruit. What is it you have in your hand? Because whatever, what as long as you alive, he said. He said to Moses, "Listen here." Moses was crying out, "God, deliver me!" God, he's. I've already given you what you need to be delivered. I've already given you what you need to succeed. What is it you have in your hand? What is it? Quit looking at your talents and your gifts as a hobby and ask God to show you. Or if you have a business, ask God to give you wisdom to show you how to make it grow, how to capitalize on that. I mean, if he's put it in your heart to want to, um, if you're an apostle, you want to build and create not just one store, but you want to make another store. I mean, if that's what he's gifted us according to our own ability. He didn't give us all. He gave one five talents. You got some people that has have a lot of different talents, right? But then he gave that one one. But just because he gave him that one talent, he still wanted them to take it and multiply it. He wanted it to grow. God wants us to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory. And as we go through the process, because a lot of people before, you know, some of us, not everyone, but most of us, before we started working our own businesses and doing, you know, things like that, we work for other people and we've worked various jobs. But um, God calls all things to work together for our good because that, that job there, I learned patience. And this job here, I learned how, um, you know, there was different things that we learned so we can know how to do what we know to do. Moses, it took him 40 years. He tended sheep 40 years. That was part of his process because God had to develop his character before he could bring him into the place. So I like to tell people when you're working, um, find a job doing whatever it is you like to do. If you like to drive, if you like to move around, get a job that you can drive. You know, get something that's going to allow you the ability to move because God actually put that inside of you. 
you know, if you like to cook, but maybe you're not ready to, it's not time for you to start your own business. Um, work for someone else and learn how to do the business. You can get you some free training or if you need to go to school. But the Lord said, when you're faithful over a little, he'll make you ruler over much. When you're faithful over someone else's business, God will make you ruler over your own business, right? Joseph, he was faithful over whatever God called him to do. He was second in command before Potiphar's wife lied on him because of the wisdom, the wisdom God placed in him. So listen, so then when the famine came, and the king had the dream. Then the cupbearer remembered him. It was three years before he remembered. Because Joseph told the cupbearer, listen, help the king to remember me. He got out of prison, forgot all about Joseph. I think it was another three years before he remembered. When the king had a dream, then that was the time. That was his time of promotion. It was time. He had spent... Three years, I'm sure he learned all kinds of stuff. He learned humility. He definitely learned patience. It just added to his character. God developed his character. And then when he was ready, your gift will make room for you. He didn't have to try to make room for his gift. The gift made his gift made room for him when the when the king had a dream and it needed to be interpreted. That was the time. That was his time. That was the door. That was the time. That was the season. That was the place. And some of you, God is calling you into maybe creating your own business or some of having you to work for others so you can learn how to run your own business. Or maybe he's just called you to be second in command like Joseph. Not every, Maybe he's not calling you to have your own business. Everybody has been given everything according to your own ability. Um, some of you have had your own businesses and you quit. And it wasn't because God told you to. It was because... Uh, you died out when things got hard. Um, whatever, whatever you start out in faith, you have to end up in faith. Whatever God has called you to do, ask him for his wisdom so you can know how to do what he has called you to do. If you start out with God, you have to finish with God. That's how God gets the glory. Okay, if I just tap into my gift, and my gift is not well, my gift is not glorifying God, the gifts are still there because the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. I get to choose who I want to use it for. I can take that gift and calling and use it to serve the devil, the devil, or I can use my gifts and talents to serve the Lord. When my gifts and talents glorify God and I live for God, that's when my gifts and talents are glorifying God. But you can take those same gifts and talents and use it um, so people can worship you. They can worship you. If people don't see God in what you do, then uh, he's not being glorified in our life. If, if, if nothing else, you know, I used to work, I used to, uh, some of you love customer service, right? I used to work at the sheriff department doing commissary, and one of the things the inmates would say is something different about you. <laughs> I knew exactly what they were talking about. They were talking about my character. They could see my character. They was talking about the God that they saw inside of me. All right? We, we, can, we should be able to see the God inside of us. Even if you're not maybe sitting there preaching a sermon every day, I should still be able to see when I come to your business, we should be able to see the God inside of you by the character that you carry. Right? Okay, you guys. I'm getting ready to end here. But the parable of the sword, go back and read it. Matthew's 25. I didn't finish it all. Matthew's 25. What is it you have in your hand? 
What is it you have in your heart? What has God placed in your hand? Because whatever's in your heart, that's what God has also placed in your hand. Right? So ask God for wisdom to do whatever it is he's called you to do. And if the timing is not yet, just go find a job doing what you love to do. Right? And consider that as being training. That's part of preparation because we need to be prepared for the place before he brings us into the place. Moses tend sheep for 40 years before God brought him back to Egypt to, to, to attend the real, to shepherd real sheep, to shepherd people, right? He was preparing him as a pastor before and a prophet before he brought him back into the place, into, before he brought him back. He had to be prepared. God prepares and equips everything before he uses it because we got to have character to go with the call. So what the world is doing is, they're tapping into their gifts and their gift is making money because God has given us the power to get the wealth, right? But the thing is, they're not glorifying God. So they're piercing their souls with many sorrows. And so this is why when you look in that industry, you got so many on drugs, so many in perverted lifestyles. It's just so much mess that's going on. And when you look at it, you don't see God nowhere in it. But they'll say, um, I want to glorify God. Well, because they understand. One thing they understand is that the one doesn't say that is because they said God gave me the gift and gave me the ability to do this. They understand that. But what we fail to realize is that God is not getting glory out of what you're doing if we're not glorifying God in what we're doing. Right. To God be all glory, honor and praise. We're talking about getting wealth God's way. Okay, we're talking about getting wealth God's way. I'm getting ready to end it here. I'm almost out of time. But you guys go back and read the whole the uh, parable of the talents, Matthew 25, 14 through 30. What is it you have in your hand? The thing that you love to do. You, oh, this is just a hobby. No, that's your money maker. Ask God to show you how to capitalize on it. Like I said, you got so many YouTube videos because you're not the only one that's doing it. So whatever it is you want to do and you want to know how to capitalize on it, you want to know how to turn it into a business, go on YouTube and find somebody that's already doing it. That's how I learn how to do what I, I know how to do. Um, okay, I'm getting ready to, uh, now you're getting, we need to get some understanding. We need to get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Um, I have understanding. I know what to do, but I don't know how to do it. Some of you know what to do and you don't know how to do it. Well, you ask God for wisdom. He said he has promised to give it to us and wait on his wisdom. Wait on it. He will show you how to do it, whether it's somebody on YouTube or whether you're in the shower and he start giving you the blueprint. He will download the blueprints. He will show you what to do. It makes sense. He will keep doing what you're doing until God shows you how to do what whatever it is he's asking you to do everything starts out as a seed before it turns into a big big tree it's not to say that god because he said he'll give you houses that you did not build right um some people inherit businesses but if god in that case god has prepared you for the place some of us are more equipped than we realize it's fear that's got you thinking that you can't do what God has asked you to do. But perfect love casts out fear. Have faith in God's love for you. Faith is having confidence in what God has said, right? Faith is having confidence in God's ability to for you to be able to do what he's asked you to do. He's not asking you to do it. He wants to do it through you. He said it's not by might nor by power, by strength, but it's by his power, says the Lord. 
It's in him and because of him that we live, move, and we have our being. God wants to use you to express himself in the earth to others. Okay, so let's take that gift. When people come and say how good you are at something, that's time you can give God the glory. Anything good you see about me is because of the good God I serve. Um, Wealth, we're talking about getting wealth God's way. I'm getting ready to end it here. But but anyways, if, if, let me see. I don't know how much time I got left. Let me see if I can click. Okay, I still got some time left. Okay, so let me finish reading it here. Okay, Matthew's 25, Matthew's 25 and 14 through 30. So here, we're talking about the one who took his kid, his towers and hid it, right? He buried his. So, um... But the one who received the one talent, verse 18, Matthews 25, verse 18, NLT. But he who has received the one talent went and dug in the ground, and he hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more. He increased. He's growing. God called. Dead things don't grow. God wants us to grow from faith to faith, glory to glory. God wants us to grow. He, beloved, I wish above all that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Okay? God wants us to prosper, and he wants us to be in good health. But how, you know, we have to change our mindset to change where we're at. We got to change our way of thinking our carnal way of thinking to God's way of thinking so we can see things from God's perspective, okay? I got to see myself the way God sees me so I can walk in my God-given destiny, right? Otherwise, I'm, the, thing, the reason people are afraid is because they're thinking they're going to have to do it. They're thinking it's by their might. They're thinking it's by their power. But God never asked us. He said, I want to do it through you. I need your body. Yeah, I need your voice. I will, I will strengthen you. I will give you the wisdom and the words to say what I need you to say. He gave Joseph a dream. And, jo- and then he showed Joseph, he, he was able to interpret the dream. And then he told him, he gave him the wisdom to know how to do what he saw. Some of us have visions and dreams. And I always need to say, Lord, give me the wisdom like you gave Joseph. Give me the wisdom to know how to do what you have showed me you want me to do. So he gave Joseph, he gave him the blueprints. He, and he said, well, why, you need to go on and do this. This is what you're good at, right? He wasn't intimidated by the gift. If you, you're good at this, then you need to do this. That, he gave the king the dream, but he gave the position to Joseph. And his gift made room for him. His gift, he didn't have to step over people, lie on people, try to do all different types of things to make himself seen or to try to get to the top. His gift, nothing before season, nothing before it's time. The word of the Lord says our gift will make room for you and it will bring you before great men. Don't, don't, nothing before season, nothing before it's time. God said your gift will make room for you. But some of you are dying because you have quit growing and you're like the fig tree. You have all these health issues because you're like the fig tree. You're not growing because you're not going. Ask God, your life is not over. It doesn't matter what your age is. The fact that you're still here means that God still has a plan and purpose for his life. God is a God of purpose. And when when our time here is over, we too will be able to say what the Apostle Paul says. He said, I fought the good fight of faith. I finished my course. He knew it was time for him to go and be go on with the Lord. He knew. 
John the Baptist, when he finished his course, he was the forerunner for Christ. When his time here was over, he, the Lord took him on, right? Elijah, when his time was up, God took him up in the whirlwind, and he passed the, he passed the mantle to Elijah, Elijah. But what I'm saying is, as long as you're still here, God still has a plan and a purpose for you. And in, okay, so let's um, find out how God has given you the power to get the wealth. You can be, people can be wealthy in a lot of different ways, but God has given us the power to get the wealth. He wants us to have money so we can help build the kingdom. So when people do have a need, because he said, don't just be concerned about your own needs, but be concerned about the needs of others, right? He wants us to be able to be givers, not just have a bunch of money and store it up in a storehouse. That's not what the purpose of the wealth is for. Uh, it says, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little, and I will set you over much. Because when we're faithful over a little, he'll give us, he'll make us ruler over more, right? Enter, enter into the joy of your master. And he all, and he also who had the two talents came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I've made two more talents. His master said him, well done, good and faithful servant. He, he said, you're a good and faithful servant because you was faithful over what God has given you. Are you being faithful over the gifts and the talents that God has bestowed upon you? Are you using them to glory? Despise not the day of small beginnings because everything starts with the seed before it grows into a big, big tree. But the seed is within itself and it will produce after its own kind. An apple seed is not designed to be as tall and big as a big, huge oak tree. You see, the seed is within itself. Everything is gifted according to its ability. God gifts us according to his grace. So don't compare yourself to anyone. Uh, comparing ourselves unto ourselves is not wise. We're not in competition with anyone. You only, I only want what God has for me. I don't want what you got. I want what God, because he's graced me with whatever he's given me. David could not wear Saul's armor. It wasn't a fit. It hadn't been tried. That's not where his gifting was. He was good at take slaying the enemy with the sling, the sling and the rock. That was his. That was his area of expertise. He capitalized on it. He, you see what I'm saying? So you can't wear another man's armor. Ask God to show you. Quit treating your talents like hobbies. Quit treating your talents like hobbies. He says, um, but his master answered him, you wicked. So then he came. Let me, I skipped it. So I was, okay, let's just see. So let me see. He also, who had received the one talent, this verse 24, I'm going back up, came forward saying, master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid. Some of us are afraid, right? He said, I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. And some of us are afraid, and we're hiding God's talents in the ground because we're thinking that we're going to have to do what God has asked us to do. Yes, we got a part to play. Yes, faith without works is dead, but it's going to be all by his strength. It's going to be all by his might. It's going to be all by his wisdom, and he will lead you. Don't move unless God tell you to. Listen to him. The Holy Spirit is here to lead us, to guide us. The ministering angels are sent here 
by God to minister to those of the household of faith. God wants to lead us and guide us and direct us into everything that's true. When you're not in the right place, you're going to work at the sweat of your brow. You're going to hate what you're doing because you're you're doing it before the money. You're not doing it because God told you to do it. You went there because the job that he wanted you to do paid $15 an hour. But because I was chasing after the money, I took the job paying $20 an hour, but I'm miserable. And I would have been happy working at the nursing home rather than working in the kitchen because the kitchen paid more money. But the nursing home was the call. God would have gave me more money as I was being faithful over the little, um, as I was in his will. So uh, we're running off, leaving our, the will of God, chasing after money, and we're piercing our souls with many sorrows. And we're doing things that we don't like to do because we don't see God as our source. So we feel like we're not seeking first the kingdom of God. And we're seeking first uh, our own will, our own way. And we're thinking that we got to do this. I got to do this. But despise not the day of small beginning. Some people aren't doing what they're supposed to do because they're waiting for the big building. And God is saying... No, go on and start feeding the homeless in the streets. The big building will come later. Right now, we ain't ready for the big building. You got to learn how to manage money. You got to learn some things before I give you that. Right? Start with what is it you have in your hand? So I, I, when I talk to people, they be like, well, yeah, you know, first I want to be able to save up to do this. And I want to. And so we end up wasting time and not doing the vision because the provisions of God are in the will of God. Despise not the day of small beginnings. Make sure that you're chasing after God. Okay. Make sure you're seeking first the kingdom of God. Don't forget the Lord's benefits when he brings you into your wealth place. Don't get so busy doing the work that you don't have time for the worship. Because that's when things get off course. And that's when people lose focus and they start chasing after the money. Rather than chasing after God and they no longer have time for God. Because they're too busy chasing after the money. Have you gotten off course? If so, just repent. Father, we just ask that you forgive us. And we won't, we're not like the world. We're not called to be taking jobs because this one paid more or that one paid more. I need to know, Lord, where is it you want me to be? What is it you want me to be doing like right now? You've given me the power to get one. You said despise not the days of small beginnings. You don't have to wait till you get a million dollars to start making necklaces. You can go to Hobby Lobby, get your little kit and start making them now. As we're faithful over the little, God will make us ruler over much. What is it you have in your hand? You might start off in your living room, but you may end up in a big old large, your own big building one day. But most churches, if you listen to them, they started church at their house. They started with five people. They, Dr. Tony Evans talked about how their church was real small. They think, I don't know, I think I don't know if he started at home or what, but how many people they started out with. Now, the, because he was faithful over the little, God um, blessed him with much, much more in a big, a mega church. So quit talking about mega churches because that's the grace that God has put on their life to be able to shepherd that many people. God asks to the church daily as he sees fit. There's no gimmick. There's nothing... Um, there's no gimmick in this. It's the Lord's doing. We want God's grace on whatever it is he has called us to do. It's not by might, nor by your power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. Tap into those talents. Tap into those gifts. Quit using and seeing them as a hobby. That's your moneymaker. That's the power that God has put in you to get the wealth. Ask God to give you the wisdom to show you how to get the wealth. 
Again, you may have to go to school. You may have to go on YouTube and learn some stuff from there. Or he just download the wisdom. He will get it to you if you ask for wisdom. God wants us to do what he's created us to do. And when we're operating under the influence of the Holy Spirit, whatever your hands touch, it will prosper. Some of us aren't prospering. We're working at the sweat of our brow. is because we're in the wrong place. And just like Saul, David couldn't wear Saul's armor. It wasn't a fit for him. Some of us are in places that God did not call us to be because we're chasing after the money. We're not chasing.